are back we're back hi guys after some much needed holidaying yeah overall you've been recouping i've been recouping before that you were recouping now, <laughs> it's been a recouping year now we're back yeah we're better than ever and we're better than ever we're finishing the end of 2023 strong with a few podcast episodes we're just gonna push them out and we do have something exciting in store as well for 2024, for 2024 which is crazy to even think that it's going to be 2024 in a few weeks. I know. But yeah, we are planning something super exciting. So bear with us. Should we like do like a hint word or something? No. Okay. We'll just leave them hanging. How was Bali? I don't think I could have had a better time. It was amazing. Like every part of it was the best. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed with Bali. It was my first time, if you didn't know. And I just love Bali. She comes I'm the biggest back Bali girl like, now. Alex, I just should have got a shipping container and brought all these things back. I just... Yeah. She loved everything over there. The homewares. Yeah. The clothes. So the, nice. There's just so many beautiful things. Yeah. Um. So I could have done a lot of shopping, but I actually didn't do that much. I didn't buy a whole heap of stuff. I'm proud of you. Sam probably shopped more than I did. Did he? I just thought he was being ridiculous. I was just there for like the vibes. And How the were you bartering? Were you okay? Um, I'm not paying that. Sam sort of like bartered for me because I didn't know like what I should pay. Yeah. So at the start, he was like, oh no, too much. He's pretty much a local. Like honestly, <laughs> we didn't need maps one single time no. because he just knows all the streets. <gasps> so wow. we have a bike and like he can talk to the Balinese very well. Honestly, I felt like I was with a local. Just having a tour guide. So by the end of the trip, I was good at bartering because I you was You were like, a local. Yeah, I was a local. I'd been trained well. Wow. So Give it us was the just family so dynamic. Like you obviously went with Sam's so family. Sam, Sam's family and his sister and her partner. Yeah. How was it going away? Because I feel like it is such a controversial topic, like going away with your boyfriend's, with your family, boyfriend's family or like your partner's family. It's There's always like well, something messy. Let me give you the tea. Oh my God, stop. No, it was actually like amazing. I think I'm quite lucky because Sam's family is really easy to be around for a long period of time. And I probably enjoy being around them more than Sam enjoys being around them. (laughs) Um, So we were together in a villa in different villas. So we were overseas for two weeks and we sort of moved around Bali, but we were always in the same villa. Um, for the whole two weeks and wow so no time off no time off wow um but like Sam and I obviously went and did our own thing at different points like we'll wake up and just the two of us will go to the beach and we might not see certain people in the family until the end of the day at dinner time or something you know yeah yeah yeah. um so no I loved it I I'm very grateful and I am very lucky because if you know Rach Keenan, Sam's mum, you know that I'm like the luckiest person in the world to have her as a mother-in-law. Really cute. Yeah, she's the best. So she'll like that I said that. <laughs> um, but it's true. So no, it was great. The family dynamic was That's what we want. fine. Um, yeah, it was great. A great time. Stunning. 
how was your time while I was in Bali though? Catch me up. What was going on? So many things happened, I feel like, and I needed the moral support and you weren't here. Yeah, I felt like a lot was going on for you. So many random things just happened. Yeah. I honestly, first thing that rattled me, there were a few things that rattled me and I want to get them off my chest because I've been waiting to talk about these. Mm-hmm. Number one was the Optus outage that happened. Mm. You were away for that. Are you with Optus? Yep. Okay, well, that makes one of us because I have never moved carriers so quick in my life. Oh, really? I'm on my way to Sydney the morning of this outage. 5 a.m. I leave. I've got an event at, I think it was 8 Mm a.m. So I'm like, uh, no, I woke up at 5, 5.30. I'm like starting to drive and I literally put it in maps in my garage so it connected and I'm on Wi-Fi so I think nothing's wrong. I get into the street and it's like, it's like stopped nothing's coming through my contacts didn't come up for some reason like there was just no internet and I was Mm. like oh my god I just got the iPhone 15 I was like my new phone's cooked no it was the Optus outage I put my sim card in my content phone I've got a second phone for content put it in there I was like look it's gonna be fine I'll just use this phone today and I'll go and get it fixed tomorrow that didn't work either I'm like panicking. I can't call anyone. I can't contact my manager to say I'm going to be late. So you hadn't received a text from Optus or anything? Hadn't received anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I? I need maps to get to where I'm going for the event. Like it's out in the middle of Bondi Junction. Like I'm not familiar with Bondi Junction. Like I stop in at Coles and I buy an MA Sim SIM card. I'm like, literally, I don't, I didn't know. Telstra was hard because I didn't know if I could sign up online. I knew like a cheaper one. You can just sometimes sign up online. What event was it? It was um, with Ancestry for – it was oh, puppy yoga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was going to be really cool. I was meeting my manager there. And so I'm literally like at Coles buying a SIM card, but then I needed Wi-Fi to set up the SIM card because you had to fill in things online. I'm like, okay, well, I was out like on the way to Sydney. I was like, I could stop in at Jai's mum and dad's house. It is literally 6 a.m. or like 10 to 6 at this point. So – what do I do? I go to his mum and dad's house. Luckily, his little sister had gone to work, so the door was unlocked. Just walked on in. I'm sitting on their lounge, like trying to use their Wi-Fi. But because it's a new phone, I'm not connected to their Wi-Fi. I run upstairs. I wake up his mum. I said, <laughs> I need the Wi-Fi password. What is it? Can you please share it with me? I've woken her up at 6 a.m. Right. Wow. Then, like, I'm trying. I can't get through. I can't get my bank account details because I. it's recognized that a new SIM card's in my phone. And it wants a text message verification when I my SIM card's not working. Mm-hmm. It was just like the worst series of events possible. So what does my mother-in-law do? She says, take my phone. Take my phone for the day. Oh, bless her. There's no way We're she We're really did that. giving shout-outs to our mother-in-laws Shout-outs to our today. mother. Oh, my God. This episode is dedicated to our mother-in-laws, honestly. <laughs> she literally says to me, take my phone. I said, Chris, I actually need my phone. Like, I've got my apps on here my maps my contacts like I need my phone but can I take your sim card and she was like take my sim card no worries what does that mean for me I have no idea what's going on I was like just don't leave the house today like you just have to use wi-fi so I'm going to Sydney and I'm literally driving and I am Jai's mum for the day contact wise so it was hilarious I could I called Jai and I your mother (laughs) (laughs) it's mommy (laughs) I literally messaged him and I was like tell him I was like message the group chat and just say if anyone's going to talk shit about Alex today to mum don't do it because Alex has got a sim so funny so that was my first like actually rattling moment I feel like I probably did need your moral support that day Mm. no worries all good well how are you gonna get it you were you couldn't have contacted me. Yeah, I would have called you off Christie's number. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I went into Telstra the next day. I walked in. I was like, I need a SIM card because I threw my last one in the bin. And now I'm with Telstra. So now you're with Telstra. Now I'm with Telstra. So I heard that the CEO of Optus has resigned since the outage. As she should. Honestly, there was just no level of like thought of the morning. Like, okay, you wake up at 6.30. There's no text that went out to say, well, they couldn't send a text because like it was down. But they could have emailed when people got Wi-Fi. There was just no like sense of urgency. Like we literally can't contact you. Uncontactable. Sorry. But how is that a thing in today's day and age to be uncontactable? I like was for uncom- Optus, like the head of Optus, like how can you not send a message in some format to I think, your customers? To be honest, the head of Optus, I think, is with Telstra. Oh, really? Because she was able to contact. She was, she, ah. she didn't realise until like she was at work or something what? apparently. Yeah, it was rogue. Like, well, babes, if you're with Telstra, I'm going with Telstra because obviously your carrier is so unreliable. You don't realise without your phone, you are just literally stuck because nowadays, like, we don't know how to read a map. I don't have a map in my side door like my nan and pop do. Mm. That's how I'm getting to Sydney. That's how I'm getting home. My phone is how I'm paying for things all day. My messages is, is how I'm there. contacting. Like My identification. My identif- Literally, my yeah. bank cards, my IDs on there. Without internet and without data, we're actually screwed. Isn't that so, so it's like incredible. a scary realisation? It's really scary. And I think that hit so many people because I got to the event and they were like, oh my God, I didn't even know how to get here. And I lived in Bondi. Like I always use my maps. Like you just mm. don't realise how many things you use your phone for mm. and like you use your maps for. And it's just such yep. a part of everyday life now. It's scary. Crazy. So that was the first thing. The second thing is the morning after pill. I want to briefly Let's chat about, about this. It. I had to take the morning after pill for the first time in my life and I was frightened to go into the chemist and I feel like that has to be a universal experience Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's such a bad stigma and like a uncomfortable stigma around like you fucked up Mm -hmm. and like that's embarrassing. Do you think? Yeah, I think there is. Like I went in and no, I didn't go in. I was like not going to get one. Like obviously accidents happen. I feel like it happens to most people. And I wanted to chat about it because of how uncomfortable and embarrassed I felt about it. Mm. And it is such like a normal thing growing up to have that happen. Not normal, but but I feel like it would happen on a daily basis. And it obviously does because there's a product out there for it. Yeah. Like there's no way that the pharmacists and the whole stigma around the chemist, like questioning you about it, me feeling like I can't go into a chemist and buy that because I'm so humiliated. Mm. I literally made Jai go in Mm. and I was like, I'm not going in. Like if we want to get it, you go in and get it. And then they made him call me and even like, the demeanor on the phone with this pharmacist. They made him call you. They made him call me what in the car say? to be like, um, are you on any medication? Like, you know, yeah. your general questions. But then there was just like not like – it wasn't like an uplifting conversation. It was a very like serious, you've done the wrong thing, like you're in trouble kind of conversation. Yeah. And I just don't appreciate that. I think like it's 2023. If I want to take the morning after pill – I'm going to take it and I shouldn't feel scared or frightened or like like I'm in trouble from a fucking pharmacist. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that the 
the person who knows that they've done the wrong thing is you because you're the one that has to go yeah. and get the morning after pill and it mess up your whole next cycle. You're the one that... I'm the one that's copying the hormonal acne from it still. Yeah. Like so I don't need some other person telling me that I've messed up when I already know I have. Yeah. Like, let me just go and buy a product off you that I need and we'll call it a day. Just don't even just give me nice the vibe. People. Yeah, don't even give me the vibe that yeah. it should be shameful. Like it was just such a shameful thing. Yeah. I've never really felt like shameful about like... Something like that, like yeah. going and getting medication. And it can really depend on the pharmacist because I know that I went in a few months ago. I think it was at the start of the year. I went into the pharmacy right near my work. Yeah. And I was a bit nervous because I was like, I'm in here all the time. Like, you know. You guys know me. You guys know me. And I went up to the desk and I was like, I need the morning after pull. And the pharmacist was so cute. She was like, oh, okay. When did this happen? I said, oh, babes, it was five days ago. She goes, oh, crackers. Oh, mm. All right, I've got just the thing. And she scurried off and she goes, take this and this might happen and this might happen, but this is your best chance. And I was like, thanks, babe. I think it's <laughs> you're, maybe... You're a real one. <laughs> you got me. I think it's even like the male stigma, like an old... It, he was an older male pharmacist. Oh, yeah. I think we vote oh. to get them out of pharmacists. I want I want them all out of chemists. I want female pharmacists Yeah, but females only. can be pretty judgmental too. Yeah, there is that. There literally is that. I just felt like it was like my and dad I bet and that I was in male trouble. pharmacist hasn't has accidentally not pulled out once or twice. So like he can talk. Like you can talk, Dolly. <laughs> oh, I was filthy. Maybe I you should have asked him. Has this happened to you? Do you have any personal experience? No, he wouldn't have cared because he doesn't have to take the morning after pill and doesn't have to mess up his whole cycle. He can just come as I he just, pleases. Yeah, pun intended. <laughs> he literally. Oh no, I was just. I was just off it because I was like, there's no way that you're making me feel a certain way. And then I've, I already had that built up and then I was expecting Jai to come back and be like, Alex, it was literally fine. They were so chill. Yeah. But he didn't. And they called up and he was like Hilarious. on the phone to me. Anyway, so I feel like girls, if there's a female pharmacist, it's a green light all clear. Someone under like, 30, I feel like would be a vibe. I feel like we need to normalize it within ourselves as well. Like choosing not to give a fuck about it. Yeah. Because like after that experience with that lady, I think that day when I was like, they know me, this is a bit nervous. I could have like let it really rattle me. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? This is normal and I'm entitled to this. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. If I want to do this to my body, then I'll do it. Like yeah. I'll take the tablet. Yeah. So I think. Isn't it interesting? Let us know your thoughts. Have you guys had any weird or good or horrible experiences with your pharmacist getting the morning after pill? I would actually love to hear them. Yeah, please send them in and maybe we can debrief in the next episode. I would die for that because yeah. I feel like let's staunch the pharmacists. Speaking of pharmacists, I want to debrief on my retinol journey because I know a few of you have been messaging and asking for an update. Here we go. So if you aren't caught up to speed, I've been using the secret skincare actives. So you go onto the secret skincare website. This is not sponsored at all, by the way. Um... You go onto the secret website and you get the cream that you want. In my case, I wanted a retinol because I wanted to just make my skin really nice and get rid of all the acne that was underneath Slay. the surface. So you fill out a sort of skin analysis and they get back to you with a product and they have a personalized product for you. And I have been on this retinol for a few months now and I'm now at the point where I'm taking it every day because you have to build up to taking wow. it every day. And... I am peeling like my skin 
Oh my god, but it looks so great. dehydrated. I know, but I've already had to like. I went to Pilates, and before Pilates, I was peeling when I woke <gasps> up. So no. I washed my face, obviously moisturizer, everything, and then before I had come here, which was nine thirty, I had to moisturize again because I was already peeling. No way. So basically, it's not a bad thing. My skin isn't inflamed. It's the point of retinol is that it speeds up your cell turnover. So you're going to you may peel and everything like it's better for you it's skin. doing its job it's doing its job okay so i'm riding the wave and it's gonna be fine but i'm gonna be nearly done that probably in the new year i'll be done my retinol and then i'm moving on to a repair balm for the next few months just to recover my skin from months of active ingredients wow so it's going good and is it an expensive product what price i would say it's quite to? expensive but I have sort of rejigged my whole skincare routine. I used to invest in quite expensive skincare pieces like for every single use. Cleanser, moisturizer, everything would be sort of like really expensive. And really expensive, I would say probably like $60 for a moisturizer. Whereas now I get all my stuff from Chemist Warehouse. I go La Roche or Avene and I'm paying way less. It's actually better for my skin. And I'm investing in one product and one product only. So my only expensive product is from this secret I love that. I actually do love that because I feel like there's so many good chemists. Like obviously you can get a good product from any brand. I feel like if the ingredients match up with what your skin needs. But I love having like a few like must-haves that are, yeah, your like – um, what's the word? Like your, your staple top end yeah. staple products. Yeah. And then you have like your everyday basics yeah. that just get you through like my La Roche cleanser as well. Yeah. yeah I, 100% I would agree. recommend get your base routine with your products that are from La Roche or Avene or Akin and then get your, your one splurge product. That's going to really make a difference to your skin. So in my case, it's a retinol. I like that. And you can consult with the secret team and be like, what do, what do you think my skin needs? So you can get all your base range for really affordable, really cheap, just from chemist warehouse. And then yeah, splurge on one. That's actually going to make the difference. I love it. Yeah. We're doing that. Okay. Last thing I want to touch on is this prank that I do on dry regularly that I feel like I haven't shared with everyone and I want to share it. What is it? It's not, it's like a funny thing that I do in the car and I feel like it would be funny to do to everyone's, like literally everyone's boyfriend. Did I hear this the other day? This is what you heard the other day. This is so funny. So often like I'm a passenger princess and Jai and I will just be driving like literally anywhere. And sometimes like, you know, when you pull up at the lights and like the person, like I might have my window down and the person at the lights next to me has their window down. Or the other car on the other side on Jai's side has their window down. Yep. Like if literally I'm stopped and anybody or if we're close to pedestrians like on the side of the road that yep. are like waiting to cross and I'm like on the sidewalk, what I'll do is I will like just stick my head out and start like blo- like kind of like how would I explain this movement? Like kind of I w- so I pretend that he's farted and done like the worst fart. And I'm like, oh my God, Jai. And I'm trying to like blow the fart out the window. Like that smells so bad. And he just goes bright red (laughs) and he starts like crying with laughter. And he's just like, he tries to put the window up and then it looks worse because it looks like he's done it. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to see this. We did it the other day. We were getting kebabs out at this like random um, place 
and we were stopped right next to where everyone was waiting for their food and there was this older couple standing there and I was like oh my god Joy that is so bad and I was like acting as if he's done the worst fart of his life and this wife of the couple was actually mortified Stop. her face went like white Stop. and she like her eyes went really big and she looked at her husband as if like how embarrassing like oh my god what is going on did you hear that and he just like shook his head and they both just walked off and Jai Stop. has never been that embarrassed like honestly he was just <laughs> bright red and I was and he was just like Alex, you're actually the worst. That's really funny. So anyway, I feel like that's a good thing to do for your boyfriend. If you're in the car and you're a little bit bored on a road trip. Is that your recommendation of the week? That's my recommendation of the week is pretend your boyfriend farted to strangers. It's hilarious. That is so funny. We did a little roadie um, to Sydney this last week. Was it last week? Last week. We went to this Amazon storefront event. Side note, how's Claire can't drive and talk at the same time? No, I can't. So we're literally like ch- like chatting away and it was we hadn't seen each other since before Bali. So There was we, a lot to there talk was a about. Lot to get, we were just literally catching up on every aspect of our lives and then all of a sudden we're going uphill and the speed limit is 110 and I lightly look over at her dash and we are going like 65 to 70 <laughs> at maximum in the middle lane. And I was like, oh my God. I said, babe, what speed are you going? Like, I didn't want to be like, put the fucking floor, like put your pedal, put your pedal to the floor. So I was like, hey, like what speed are you going? And you were like, 70, what is it? <laughs> and I was like, it's literally 110. Step on it. Oh my god! So that's a side note. My only um, excuse is that I I can't focus on two things. Like when I'm driving, I can't talk yeah, and drive. It showed. Yeah, I just can't do it. Anyway. I do something in the car where when I'm like, sorry, side note, when I'm trying to talk to someone, my head turns to them. And you like look you at were them. you were pretty good. You like kept your eyes on the road, mm. and you were just concentrating on driving and talking, but more talking. Whereas I'm like looking a different direction, and Jai is like eyes on the road. Hey, like this is so literally funny. life or death. But yeah, anyway, tell us about the Amazon event. Amazon event was really good and really informative. I thought that it was just an informative day of different speakers. We were just learning how to use the. What is it called? The Creator Marketplace. Amazon Storefront Marketplace. Yeah, yeah like which that. has recently just launched in Australia. Which is crazy. So we had the opportunity to sit down with some leading sort of Amazon people. Amazonians. Amazonians. That's like actually what they called each other. Oh, Yeah, slay. they did. Perfect. Um, and hear about how we can utilize it for ourselves and on yeah. our own channels. So, yeah, some good stuff coming, I think. It was really, really cool. a good day. They had a lot of products out on display in each aspect of your life. So like a home one and like a kitchen one. For example, in the home section, they have this like little dog um, camera that you can leave at home to like keep an eye on your pet. And they had um, a dog treat function. So on your phone, you can flick your dog a treat and it will flick it out into your lounge room or your kitchen. I'm getting it for sure. I think I need to get it for you for Christmas. Yeah. Thank you. They had really cute like coasters and like makeup products and the get ready with me headbands that everyone's got. Amazon has great products. I feel like it's so under discovered as of now because I feel there's 
even when I started ordering on Amazon, I was like, is this even going to turn up? Yeah. Like, is it real? Like, it sounds like such an American fad that I'm like, I don't know if Amazon's legit. But I've been doing like three to four orders a week. Like I get my dog food on Amazon. I get my get it, my headbands. I get mm. like my cellar water is so much cheaper on Amazon. Like my literal everyday staples mm. to get on there just makes sense because you get so much money off. Lots of really good cooking items as well. Yeah. You can get anything on there. We love that. I just did an order for some ice cream molds because I want to make my own ice cream coming so into summer. So fun. Like ice blocks. Ice blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. So, yeah. Slay. Keep an eye out for the recipe, guys. But on that, we did want to touch on today's kind of like low-key topic, I guess. Our overall topic. Our overall topic of being confident and just like embracing that and how that looks in so many different social settings. We have touched on it before in like a previous episode, but we kind of wanted to just, I feel like from our experience going even into the Amazon event, that's what kind of sparked this conversation. It was, it's like you go into these sorts of events and yes, okay, this was like an event with lots of influences of like high status and you don't know who's going to be there this could literally you don't be, know who's going to be nice yeah you don't know who's going to be nice but this could also be related to you're going to a work your, event a work event your friend's birthday and you only know them and you don't know anyone else at the party mm-hmm. and i mean it's kind <laughs> relate very relatable <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought of straight away but it's kind of just i feel like it comes into play in so many aspects of our life that it's it's something that everyone literally has to work on from within themselves. For sure. And I think it practice makes perfect, I yeah. think. You're never going to feel 100% confident. And it is really hard to get your confidence with certain things. But I think an example for us was the Amazon event and going to different events is practice for us to build our confidence because we live lives especially us where we don't interact with a whole lot of people a whole lot of new people every day in my job working at the naturopath clinic there was new people coming in new clients coming in so I would be interacting with them every day and now I don't really get that so to go to the events or the Amazon event last week it's so good to continue building your confidence yeah with that sort of thing so that you can just go to events and just actually turn up and be like I don't care if no one likes me but I'm just going to be a nice person and socialize and see where it takes me I feel like as well working from home in your own environment you get so comfortable being by yourself that you forget that can be a bit dangerous if you get stuck in that I know that I have literally felt like I've been just so comfortable at home. I don't need to leave the house. I don't know. I don't need to go to events. Yeah. And the next event that I went to, I was extra anxious because I hadn't had any human social interaction yeah. for that long that I was like, how am I going to act? Like, what am I going to say? And then as soon as I walk through the door, you see familiar faces or like someone comes up to you and they're like, hi, they introduce themselves. You're like, okay, I'm fine. I'm back in the swing of it. Yeah. But like the thoughts just start creeping up on you and you're like, oh my God, like, am I going to be able to do this? Yeah. Actually, I just thought of another example before I went to Bali. I touched on it on the last podcast episode, I think. I went to a Dove event by myself. Scary. And it was so scary, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I don't even know why. I didn't even think about it. I just Just turned up. And it was great. I met some really lovely people and it was a great day. I think you need to constantly push yourself. You have to sort of make a choice. You have to keep making good choices yeah to put yourself in those situations so that you can 
build up your confidence each and every day or each and every week or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I have a personal example. And like, look, when you get to an event, there can be cases or like social situations where the type of crowd that you're with might not be your type of crowd. And you might be, I'm actually not making friends and Mm. I feel really uncomfortable. And you never have to stay in an environment that you're uncomfortable in. You might feel like you stand out a bit because you're different. A hundred percent. And if you're in in a situation and you've honestly put 110% in and you have spoken to like five different people, you've tried to make it work, you're not vibing, it's okay to leave. Mm. But you've you've gotten yourself out of the car, you're there and you've given it your best shot. You have socialized as much as you can without kind of like pushing yourself over the top. Mm. Like there's nothing worse than just forcing conversation with like a dead brick wall. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think you even getting out of the car and going to the event is the first step of being confident Mm. and like getting that out of your system and just being like, I'm going to walk in, head held high, say hello to the first few people you see on your way in Mm. and... I feel like that's that's got to be the first step is like just pushing yourself, get in the door. Yeah. Once you're in the door. It'll be fine. You'll it work just, it out. Everything just melts away and it's yep. kind of like someone, if someone sees you by yourself, you hope that you're around the type of people that if they see someone by themselves, they're like, oh my God, I'm going to come over. Like, how are you? Yeah. My name's this. If you're around the type of people that let you literally stand by yourself, you don't want to be there anyway. No. Yeah. 100%. But I, that, that very rarely happens. Yeah. I feel like that one. If you were to like call it something, it is recognizing smaller milestones mm. that help you build your confidence to do bigger things. Yeah, for sure. So like you going to a small function like with friends that you like only knew a couple of people there and you make more friends then gives you confidence to go to the next event, say it a big work function and yeah. it's with the whole state or something. You know, like there's it's so with many the Prime Minister. <laughs> it's with Albert Albatrossi. What's his Albanese. name? Albanese. 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 It's with Albanese. Yeah. So I think that would be my main thing. Yeah. I really like that. Is small steps. Small steps. Like celebrate your small but achievements. Make sure you're making those small steps. Yeah. It's like, not the same it can be small the tiniest, step every time. It can be the tiniest step, but just get it in there. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be a big step every time. Yeah. Take it day by day. Yep, day by small day. Small event by small event, one friend at a time. Yeah. But gra- like gradually that just helps you build yourself up and you're like, I can easily walk into a room of 20 people that I don't know because if you're confident within yourself and half the time, let's be honest, it is literally faking it till you're making it. Yeah. I know when I go to an event by myself, when they offer you a drink on arrival, I cannot physically pick up the drink on arrival oh, really? because I'm so nervous. My hands are shaking. Oh. I've spilt a couple of drinks because I've got the shakes oh. sometimes. But the more that I do it and the more that I walk in, the more you go to them, the more people that you know, as you've said. Yep. And it's kind of like I've noticed the last few that I'm going to, I'm not shaking when I arrive. And it was That's something good. that I used to do because I wasn't putting myself in the situation to make myself uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. Even when I did that TikTok panel a few months ago, I was so nervous when I was up there. I wasn't nervous prior, but then I got up there and I was like, my voice was shaking. And I was what like, have I done? Oh my God, I don't know what I meant to say. But now putting you on a panel, you're like, okay, I've already done that yeah. in front of what? How many people were in the room? 20. Make it 50. 30. Make it 100. Do yeah. a one-on-one panel. You could sit on the lounge and talk in front of an audience. But yeah, I think definitely yeah. starting off with things that you're com- not even not comfortable with, but... Pushing yourself to do the smaller things to yep. get to the bigger things. You're not just going to be able to be like, 
Oh, it's I'll just happen overnight. I'll just walk into an entire wedding by myself and not know a single person. Like start off with small events. Yeah. Off the back of that, we have a question from Liv, one of our listeners. And she has a question, so I'm going to read it out. Slay. <laughs> Lately, I have found myself comparing myself to my friends, mainly in terms of schoolwork. And this is making me think I'm stupid because I never do as well as my friends. I have high standards for myself and when I don't achieve them, get upset. But when my friends get the grade, I, oh, sorry. But when my friends get the grade I wanted, I then wonder why I couldn't do what they did. This has been happening for a few months and I'm not only comparing myself mentally, but also physically. And I think all my friends are so much prettier than me. None of my friends ever compliment me and they all also have their own besties and I don't. So I'm feeling a little bit lonely in the moment. I hope you guys can help me. It's really sad. That is really sad. I feel like, to be honest, at that age, like, it is friends are tricky, like, mental, physical states, hormones, you're getting older, you're discovering who you are. Mm. It is such a hard time and, like, I don't know. It's so hard because you want to just say, don't compare yourself to anyone. Like, But you do it at anyone. Everyone does it. But everyone does it and it's so much easier said than done. But I really wish that like Liv and everyone could just know that you really don't need to compare yourself to anyone. Yeah. I honestly feel like it sets you back. When you start comparing, like your eyes – I heard this quote once and it was very inspirational of me. But it's kind of like you stay in your own lane. You look to the sides of your running race and you're sidetracked from just going straight and you end up losing – Or like you don't look back, you don't look side, you just look straight and like you comparing yourself to runners on the field, like to your friends nearby, you're not growing as a person. You're kind of just being like they have what I don't have. Well, you have so many attributes and so many things about you that your friends don't have and could never have Mm. because that's part of your makeup. Mm. So it's kind of like even though comparison is such a normal, it is such a normal part of the human life. I feel like everyone does it focusing and being aware that you're doing it is a good thing because you can kind of be like, okay, I know that I'm doing that, but I'm actually just going to ignore that and just embrace me for who I am. Yeah. And it's something that as well comes with age. It is. It doesn't happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. I used to compare myself to to everyone and I I still do, but I don't as much anymore. I think I've gotten to a place where I've really embraced who I am And I'm so much happier and I feel like I'm appreciated by the people that are in my life more because I'm more comfortable in my skin and I'm more myself now. Exactly. So I think that's a big thing that comes with age. But I also think that if your friends, you know, for live, if they're not, you know, making you feel loved or if they have other friends and they're not sort of putting, you know, giving you anything or being a friend in any way, I think challenge yourself to go out and meet new friends and see if there's anyone in other groups at school or there any any other girls that don't have any friends or that might be feeling the same way as you because I guarantee you there is someone else that is feeling the same way as you yeah so I definitely think new friends new friends. if you're feeling that in a big group environment it's not the group to be in you don't have to cut those people off completely but just like broaden your horizons yeah and just 
hop on around. Yeah. Hop around. Broaden your horizons and be like, I don't need you guys. I have other friends. So you can either come to the party and be a good person or scram. Wow. But like, I'll be nice to you, but you know. Scram, babe. Scram. Scram, bitch. Your energy is important. That reminded me of Sesame Street. What? Scram. You know, like Oscar in the trash can. Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it's true. Yeah, a thousand percent. Tell him to scram. I think we have one more question. How can I believe and build trust in another? Sorry, I'll say that again. How can I believe and build trust in other friendships after losing a long-term friend? Oh. All I can think straight off the bat is that. I feel like, to be honest... No, you go. I just think you have to. What, people that – I'm just comparing this to a romantic relationship, but just because you get your heart broken doesn't mean you blame the next person that comes along. And you're never going to love again. Or that you put your walls up. Yeah. Someone could do you wrong, but not everyone is that person. So it's on you to do the work to let people in and give people trust because you – other people deserve – to for you to not have your walls up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair if you come into a new friendship. Well, I mean, everyone sometimes can have trauma from past relationships and friendships. Yeah. But it it's so hard on the other person to let them open themselves up to you if you're not going to open up to them. Mm. And you're not going to really create that strong kind of like friendship mm. if one of you is closed off and the other person's like, oh, well, you're super closed off. Like you can only go so far. The friendship's mm. only going to go so far if you're not going to put your heart and soul into it. Mm. Like you can have those light, airy friendships, catch up, you know, randomly. But if you want like a deep and meaningful friendship, you're going to have to be as open and as like, oh, that's a good word that I'm trying to think of. Vulnerable, that's the word. Yeah, As vulnerable as kind of you can be to let them know your like soft points yeah so they know okay well that's sensitive for you let's work on that even in a friendship way yeah like your friend's there to help you not to kind of yeah make your life harder I remember when I think it was one of my girlfriends was like meeting a guy and she was really scared she didn't want to like she didn't want it to go too far because she was scared of getting hurt and I was like you're not the only person that has to be vulnerable like Everyone in life has to be vulnerable to let someone in and have something good happen to them. Yeah. So just let yourself be vulnerable. And I know that's easier said than done. And if you are struggling with that, then maybe you need to do the work and maybe you need to talk to someone or see a therapist and talk about what's happened with you and unpack things. But, you know, you're not unique in being the only one that has to be vulnerable. It is a universal experience. A thousand percent. So, yeah. I feel like... There's, yeah, restricting yourself is only restricting the friendship. Yep. Check. We do a recommendation of the week. Yeah, recommendation of the week. Let's go. I've got two. Okay. And they're actually, one's an experience and the other is an experience. Fire away. (laughs) So the first one is do a gingerbread making house night with your besties. I did one last week and it was so much fun. Oh, I'm so I just sad can't I even there. tell you. I know Alex wasn't there. I was devastated. But anyway, whatevs. We'll do another one. We'll do another one. It's just such a nice time to hang out when you're doing something crafty creative. or creative. Yeah. It was just so much fun. Love. So I did that at my place on Saturday night and we all had matching cotton on pajamas. So cute. It was so cool. And I did like a wreath cheese board 
which was really cool. It looked really nice pretty. and Chris, Christmassy. So I think that you guys should do that with your friends. It's a really it's fun Chrissy idea. Good, like a good catch up. Such a good catch up. I have all the content. It'll be on my TikTok. It's on my TikTok now. So you can go and check it out and on my Instagram. So if you want any inspo, go there. Pop on over. Um, but yeah, I highly, highly recommend. And my second recommendation is I'm doing a 30 days of Christmas recipes. Love this. So if you want the recipe details, head to my website, which is in the link in my bio in any of my social channels. And you can sign up to my members area to get all the recipes and you can follow along with the video content on my socials on TikTok. So you can have so many different desserts, savory, side salads, meats, Love. recipes for your Christmas table. We're going to be popping off this Christmas. We want to be popping off with the with the dishes we bring to Christmas. Thank you. Anyway, what's yours? My first one is the David Beckham documentary. Oh, so good, isn't it? It was incredible. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Like, okay, I said to Jai, let's watch the David Beckham documentary. I've been seeing it all over my TikTok. He was like, Why? Because of the wife? Like, is there something about the wife that you want to watch? I thought Jai would like that. No, he did. But he was like, why do I want to watch it? I don't like soccer. And oh, okay. like, I'm just not a soccer fan. I'm not I'm not a sport fan. Mm. And he was like, what's, what's in it that's made you want to watch it? And I was like, nothing in particular has sparked my interest. It's Wouldn't an, he have been like, great, I'll take this while I can. Right? <laughs> but he was just like, w- like, something's off. Like, why do you want to watch it? I was like, look... Overall, I've seen good reviews. I've seen really good feedback. It's Just so good. let me watch it. Yeah. We put it on and he was like, oh, he, I think we got five minutes in and it kind of wasn't popping yet. He was like, oh, I might go upstairs. And then it started getting really good. And he was like, babe, good choice. This is a real good one. And we binge watched all four episodes over two nights. We oh. watched two episodes one night, two episodes another night. And like we had our little moons. We had our cuppers. Like oh, we were thriving. The little moons. Yeah. They just make So that, honestly, if you haven't watched that, incredible. The other show that I want to recommend is like, I think it's called like the most scary prisons of the world or something on Netflix. Just look mm-hmm. up the word prisons and it comes up. And you can literally go to every country's prison, like scariest prison. Some guy takes you inside, lives there for seven days think i've seen that the norway prison has a supermarket in the prison and like you cook your own food they've got televisions they've got fridges i found the the that specific episode really really interesting and the take that the prison takes on like a high intensity like security prison is insane wow so like usually what you'd walk into a prison and you're like in handcuffs, like beaten, put this clothes on, like you talk to a guard, you'd get beaten up or you like get put in solitary confinement. Yeah. This prison, you walk in and the guards shake your hands and they're like, hey, welcome. Really, really sweet. <laughs> the guards sit down with you in the common area. No one's handcuffed. Everyone's just chill. Everyone is just sitting down in the lounge area. They've got lounge rooms. They're sitting down chatting. Like the guards become best friends with the prisoners, like the inmates. And... The um, return rate of like the crime went from 80% like 15 years ago. It's now at 30% returning Wow! to this prison because they learn how to respect each other. They learn – it's just the most interesting That's take really on a prison. Cool. It's really, really cool to watch mm. and you see like – in, like I feel like in prison, lives aren't actually changing if you're treating them like a prisoner. They're going to go back out and do the same thing. I think they'd go back out and be worse off. Exactly, because they've just been in these like to- yeah. like horrible conditions. Yes, they've done horrible things. Mm. But like there is a chance for this human being to become a human being again with the 
with like the right, right tools amount. and the right a people thousand around percent. them. Yep. And watching this Norway, it literally, it like sparked something in me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if the whole world could just watch this episode and we could run prisons differently. Prisons need like therapists. They need love so they can go to therapy like once these a week. Peop- and a like- lot of it stems from like childhood and yeah. like neglect and rejection. And it's like, these people need so much love just to be able to be built back up and knowing their worth and like I don't have to kill somebody if they've done me wrong I can like just accept that and I can go about my day you know like I just think there's so many different ways to go about it this Norway episode I highly recommend watching it because it really just sparked something in me and I was like this is actually inspiring yeah sounds good all right should we wrap let's wrap Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening and please leave us a rate and review on Spotify. Or it Apple actually Music. helps us so much. Helps you have no idea. So, 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 so much. We had no idea that it was helping so much and then... It really helps. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Leave us a little comment. Love you guys. Love you guys. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.